Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. When you were made, your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. It's the Christcast 2020 podcast. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with one mission. Again, I nailed the intro finally. Hard to top that intro last week with Josie Tesaro, but we'll do our best, Josie. Hey, we are in the book of First Timothy. Almost forgot. And had to look look at the note here. And um, this is in the first of what are called the pastoral epistles, very specific books addressing people that are pastors in churches or want to be. And it's actually to be pastor. How to be pastor. How to do it the right way. And of course, this is the church that Paul founded in Ephesus. uh, You know, the book of Ephesians. That's where we're going to go today. And it's the same old thing that's going on. Those two predominant faiths that we hear about in the Bible: the Christians and the Hebrews. Hebrews. Which is the Old Testament mirroring the New Testament. Yep. And it of kind course, of goes through two books, all kind of saying the same yes. thing, just in a different way. And unfortunately, some people are bringing that what is called the legalism of the Old Testament and trying to apply it to the new Christian church, the new covenant. Of course, that never works out so well. But I find interesting about this book of the Bible, 5,000 years later, the first pastoral epistle deals with things in the church that... Still happen today, which is kind of concerning yes, it is. that we haven't fixed those issues <laughs> yeah, at all. Say. It's everything in this book. I mean, you could go through the list of things right now, and you would not know we were talking about a church in modern-day Turkey. You know, 2,000 years ago. I think I said 5,000 earlier. Yeah, a, a few churches down the road. Yeah, yeah, we probably could. It's talking about who's in charge. What do we teach? And how do we dress for church even? Yes, this wow. was a this the was a <laughs> everyone worries about Sunday morning. Uh, people do worry about it, and I can remember in high school this was a constant source of contention in my family. It was very normal for me because I rode a motorcycle to, 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 to show up at church after a night. And so I would roll into church looking like a rebel without a cause, and my my mother, who was the secretary of that church, would sort of try to find a nice way to say, can't you go home first and put on a jacket or a tie, which is not comfortable, on a motorcycle. And the shoes I wore when I wore dress clothes were very slippery, and I actually fell over on my motorcycle one time because I put my foot on a patch of oil and down went the motorcycle and myself. So I started wearing tennis shoes with a suit, but that's the fashion part of the show. I see the kids doing it now like it's so hip, and it's like... 
when we first moved church, I got so excited because I was like, I get to wear jeans for once. Because at our old church, it was very formal, mm-hmm. I would want to say. Yeah. So yes. you always had to dress nice for church, no matter what time, yeah. what time of the year it was. I can remember very well uh, my old church. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. We were in service one morning, and a guy walked in, clearly blasted, I mean, drunk <laughs> yeah. out of his mind, um, and sat down in one of the pews. And someone walked over to me and said, should we ask him to leave? And I said, why would we ask him to leave? Well, he's, he's obviously not a member, and he's obviously no. very drunk. I said, this is exactly where he needs to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's not dressed great. He left his hat on, but God will get over it. And, but that was a big, big issue in my home. I would, I would tell my parents, God doesn't care how I'm dressed. And my dad would say, yeah, but I do. So, yeah, it was just one of those There's things. There's a bit of balance there. <laughs> there is. Hey, since it is our first pastoral epistle, we reached out to our good buddy, Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim. I told him that our show was wrapping up. He said, no, no, it can't be. There can't be a, a time when there's not Jason and Kiki on the air. When I told him my plan was to retreat quietly into private life, he didn't believe me. But that is one of the Slowly options. Yes. falls back into the darkness. Yes. I like your dad. Your dad is my role model. No social media. Just takes care of his family and lives a great life. All right, folks. Hey, you're going to hear from Pastor Tim during the break. When we come back, we're going to tell you where we are, who wrote the book, and what it's all about. And we will do it all right after this. Hi, this is Pastor Tim with Word of Hope Christian Church in New Braunfels. The book of 1 Timothy is so powerful. In fact, it presents the most explicit and complete instructions for church leadership and organization in the entire Bible. It includes sections on appropriate conduct in worship gatherings, the qualifications of elders and deacons, and the proper order of church discipline. Now that's all well and good, but you're probably sitting there listening thinking, why is that important for us today? Well, here it is. Our churches will be strongest when they are closest to the biblical vision that's laid out for them. As you look at your church, or maybe considering a new church home, consider the priorities of the leaders. Look for an emphasis on sound doctrine, on purity within the leaders' personal lives, and on living out the Christian faith by example. You find those qualities, and more than likely, you'll find a church where you can thrive. All right. Hey, we are where we are? I'll tell you. We are in modern-day southwest Turkey in the city of Ephesus. You know, Paul's gone around and set up all of these churches, and you called him his right-hand man, Timothy. Timothy. He sent Timothy, this young pastor, not much older than you, to go lead this church in Ephesus. And again, folks... I don't think anyone my age is qualified to leave. You never know. You never know. People didn't live as long in those days, so 17 didn't mean what it does today. So we're in modern-day Turkey, about 65 AD. Yes, and of course, who wrote the book? We said the Apostle Paul wrote the book. Actually, he actually wrote it this time with no outside help from Timothy. No, because Timothy's over in Ephesus, so Paul's Timothy's writing. Timothy's the one receiving the letter. Yes, he's on getting the letter. And the problem is, at this church, there's a lot of problems, okay? One of the craziest things is the, the wealthy ladies in town that are Christians are coming to church on Sunday and literally treating it like a fashion show. They're uh, decked out. They're on the red carpet, you know. All go Big or go home. Yes. Welcome They're rolling out with the Votra Gnome and the Vera Wang and all the great styles. Well, the, the, the poorer people. Uh, the great styles of. Yes, the great styles of the first AD. century. Yes, whatever those were. And of course, a lot of people, yeah, I remember very simple times, the people that can't dress like that are deciding not to go. 
just stay they home. They feel inferior. They do. And so that's one of the things dealing with. These, uh, these guys that have moved into the church that are bringing that Old Testament Hebrew orthodoxy are also saying people shouldn't get married. What? Now that's eh, a little crazy. And again... Uh, well, today people are just kind of refusing to yes. get married at this point. And then, the, of course, the other thing that continues to be a problem in these churches, um, there's, they're saying the day of the Lord's already come. They're saying revelation has already occurred, rapture has already occurred, mm. which has a pretty... I haven't seen a very <laughs> nice guy take over the yeah. world yet. Yeah, not yet. And like I said, when it happens, folks... You'll, you'll know. know. You'll absolutely. Whether you're Christian or not. Yes, and if you're not like, Christian, oh you're really going to know. Is it too late? Yes, it will be too late. You have been left behind. Uh, mm. There is no ticket. Uh, they There's, say they don't serve breakfast down below. Um, okay, let's talk about some of the big ideas. Uh, from our intro, this is not a test. It's the real thing. Church is not the grocery store. Church is not the hardware store. Church is not your average fast food restaurant. It is supposed to be a special it's a holy place. It's a holy place, yeah. That you're supposed to go to and worship God. But that shouldn't be the only place you're worshiping no, God. No, the, the church is, I think the church is in your heart, not in a building. We've talked about this. That's a whole different yes. show. Um, but there's another thing that he talks about in this letter that we can all relate to today. The, the way women are treating one another in the church, the gossiping oh, and the, you know as well oh. as I do. Uh, we said last week, um, we know a thing or two because we've, seen seen uh, Kiki That's and I, <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, that uh, yes, thank you, farmers. We'll send you a bill thank for that. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna send thank a you farmers your agent. If you need home or car insurance, you can call farmers agent today. Okay, we're gonna send them a bill. But uh, it is just one of those things that again we st- like. I tell everybody when they're reluctant to go to church. Well, I can't go to church because I've done this or I've done that. That doesn't matter. It is a box of sinners, not a box of saints every Sunday. And so, of course, all these human things get in the way. And we've seen everything, haven't we? Yeah. We've, we've, well, not everything. We've seen a lot a of lot, things. A yeah. lot, um, I've seen two women refuse to talk at a church because one person did not return the other person's crock pot after a, one of those potluck dinners. I mean, the most petty of things. I mean, crock pots are I know they are. Though. I know they are. I, I think it was actually a lid. She lost oh. the lid, which is hard to hard to replace. But you're right. You're right. But it's, it's not a capital offense. And of course, the other big idea? Pastors, priests, deacons, and teachers are held to a slightly higher standard than what a normal person should be held at. Because they know what they are doing. They know the difference. But an average person going into church don't might not know the difference between them sinning and them following God's rule. But all those higher teachers and learners know the difference, and they need to be held accountable for it. And what Paul is saying is if you're going to lead the church, the church is in your care. That is different than the person that comes and sits in church or attends church, whatever the case may be. And it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite American um, historical figures, Abraham Lincoln, before he was president. When the Civil War is starting to percolate, and Abraham Lincoln has this great quote about all the armies of Europe could not take one foot across the Atlantic Ocean and arrive in America and take one sip of water from the Ohio River. And he says, as a country, we will live forever or die by suicide. And that is the same thing with the church. That's very valid. Yeah, I mean, one of the, the one of the things about the church is you know as well as I do, there are a lot of people who don't go to church because they see hypocrisy 
in the church. There's a bias key because yeah. people feel like they're being ridiculed or looked at as soon as they step into the church. Yeah. That's not how a church should be. <laughs> if you see somebody like that or have heard a story yeah. like that, that person's not going to a right church. That's absolutely right. And we heard Pastor Tim talking about that during the break. Okay, how do we apply this today? Because like we said, it's relevant today. It's relevant yesterday. It'll be probably Every relevant in a thousand relevant. years. That's right. Our roles as this is a big, big deal for me. Our roles as men in the church is to ensure accuracy and honesty and to lead the church. Not so division, of which I have been guilty of, Kiki. I have been that guy, you know arguing about orthodoxy and theology and who can get communion and who can't and all of this stuff. Paul is saying this is not what it's all about. The leadership of the church is about making sure the church accurately reflects the glory of God, the message of Jesus Christ, full stop. That's it. And that's it. And of course, the other, other way we can apply this? This is a letter not just for the pastors of the church. It's for anyone who wants to be a leader in the church. It's a to-do step-by-step how to lead a church properly, even back then, even now. These pastoral epistles are a blueprint for how to do that. Even some of the things that we do in each service, you know, at my old church, Cross Lutheran, we would start every service praying for the president, whoever it was, even when people didn't like the president, and that comes right from this book of the Bible. There's a prayer in this book praying for the Roman Empire. Paul is saying we've got to pray for our leaders because a world in peace is a world where the message of Jesus Christ is more easy to spread. And for all those great prayers, here comes Emperor Nero, who we'll hear about uh, in the next yay. book. And now things are going to get really tough for the Christians. But that'll be next week on the show. Just a quick heads up. Last week I said I would be appearing at Oakwood Church on Saturday the 15th at 6.30 in the pavilion. It's actually in the branch. And if you know where Oakwood is, you'll figure out where the branch is. Just see where everyone's walking. You'll yes. figure it out. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good speaking to an audience. I did make a living sure that way. So. Yeah. so I'm going to enjoy that. Just really a message about how the Christian faith is only as good is its next generation, and we really need Annalisa generation to keep the faith moving Just forward. so y'all know, that's still me. There's yes, there's not, another, there's not another, there's there's not another, there's not another person there, a.k.a., and of course, you can listen to this show anywhere in the world, up to and including the International Space Station. And we look forward to being with you next week for the second. The first book of Timothy was so good, Yay, we're going to do another. There's two wow. of them. That's right. Hey, my name is Jason Dyes, alongside Kiki Culpepper, and to God be the glory. This runs in life. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.